Hi, and welcome back to another episode. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she and her. And on today, we have a special guest, JC, who is the founder of the Facebook group called International School LGBTQ Plus Educators and Allies. This has been a space that has grown exponentially in the last few years. It's become a safe space for educators to go to share to learn, to unlearn, and to connect in order to help our schools become more LGBTQ plus inclusive. My full name is Jose Carlos Picasso, and I understand that's a very long name, so I've had many nicknames throughout the trajectory of my life. So um, a lot of people call me JC, some people call me Jose, that's fine, you know, I'm fine with both and all that, but I think just for this purpose, you know, we can just call me JC. You know, and that's uh, more than happy uh, to do that. I'm currently located in Madrid, Spain, and um, I've been teaching for about already, gosh, 12, 13 years. Um, I've worked in places, including Madrid. Um, I've worked in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. I've worked in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I've worked in Mexico City. And I've worked in a small city in the in the north of Morocco. Besides that, I mean, I've lived in the U.S. as well. I said I went to school there. Uh, I lived in New York. I lived in Boston. My mom, my background is uh, half Spanish, half Filipino. Um, so I was actually born in the Philippines and came to Spain at the age of 11. Um, and Throughout my education, I've been an international school student um, turned into an international school teacher by way of a career in advertising in the middle. Okay, so that's kind of, I guess, an introduction. And um, I love animals. I love coffee. I love bringing people together, as you can see. Um, I, I love uh, learning about other cultures. I love talking to people. Um, uh, I, 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 I enjoy training, the outdoors, um, but I'm more of an urban city guy. Um, and I feel very, I feel in a very good place right now in my life. It's so great to, to sort of get more context about you, JC, because I have only known you as your Facebook avatar because, you know, and again, that international experience that you have in many ways, I think has, has sort of set you up to be, uh, you know, the ideal person to start um, what is, you know, I think just an extraordinary, phenomenal Facebook group um, for queer educators uh, and for folks who are thinking about, you know, building more LGBTQ plus inclusive schools. And I'm wondering uh, if you could tell me sort of the origin story of that Facebook group. Um, you know, it's, it's been going for a while now and it's, you know, one of my favorite parts of my social media diet. So I'm wondering if you could just sort of tell us a little bit, like, how did it all begin? Well, I'm so glad it's one of your, your favorite parts of your social media diet because it is mine for sure. Um, um, and I knew, I mean, well, first of all, I think I need to, before I get into how the origin started, I just wanted to share that, you know, that I think I knew I wanted to come into this profession, first of all, as a teacher, to teach students about the realities of types of people who exist in the world and beyond nationalities and cultures, you know what I mean? I think, you know, we have this, all of this national, I'm from here, I'm from there, but 
you know, more and more we're seeing mixed kids, mixed students, third culture kids, fourth culture kids, 10th culture kids. And throughout, like I said, my 12 plus years of experience at international schools, the, the common factor I felt was that it's, 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 been, it's been limiting in expressing these ideas um, of perhaps where the, the spectrum and gender identity, gender expression and all this. And it's all sort of still, we are like schools, like, you know, we still have to wear uniforms. We still have to dress like boys. We still have to dress like girls. We still have to act like boys. And we're told to act like boys. Um, and I've been told like this from administration, you need to act like a boy. You need to get this, you need to wear a tie, this, and you know, you stop walking like this, you walk a little, you know, feminine and all this. It's like, well, this is just, this is just who I am, you know, and it's hurtful. It's very hurtful because these are people who are going against who you are and you're still in an international context. So I'm like, this is, this is, I, I'm just trying to, this is kind of the, the experience a little bit. Now, I believe uh, right now, it's just that expressing these ideas um, or bringing these ideas into a classroom, especially as an elementary teacher, um, I believe it's just parents don't think that schools are the right place to do such things. Or if they do, they don't even see it as a priority, you know? Um, and perhaps they don't even want, and even maybe if the administration might even see that it is the right thing to do, or we can explore, look into this, they'd rather not to deal with receiving the complaints from the parents and other students and all this, and prefer, and they prefer to perhaps uh, spend time revising the playground duty rota or set up a workshop on the new attendance software for the school to test out, you know, something ridiculous. And it's like, come on, you know, wake up, look at it, look where we are in the world. You know, the spectrum has changed, you know, it's not a header, we live in a heteronormative society and us as international school teachers have the empowerment of, um, changing these sort of ideals into what possibly could be a very influential future, given that these students kind of come from influential parents. So they have the opportunities to do that. Anyway, to answer your question, <laughs> sorry, I just need to go this. I have a quote. And once a person from this group who I talk to frequently, he told me the following sentence, and I couldn't agree more with him. It's, he said, it was surreal how his passion for teaching was also becoming his frustration at the same time. And I myself couldn't agree more, especially because most of the schools, international schools over the past years have simply looked away or taken the easier route of avoidance of LGBT topics that are seemingly unconventional or just unnecessary. Therefore, it just got me thinking that there had to be more people like me feeling the same way, but obviously I've been, you know, isolated a lot of times, you know, and um, my position, and, and, and to be exact to date, I've just found out that there are 800 of them. <laughs>
<laughs> in the group. So I remember the date correctly. On February 16th, 2019, I was laying on my purple leather sofa on a Saturday morning, scrolling through all the comments on other international uh, school group teachers and realizing that something needed to be done, okay? A space, a topic, a post, or maybe just put a few of us in a group and just create a group because sometimes these topics, these LGBT topics are irrelevant or people just, it's just, it's just kind of out of tone in the, like, let's say the, the mainstream international school groups, you know, it's just a bit of mainstream. So I'm like, ah, you know what, I'm just gonna create a group. And it was just like that on my phone, you know? Um, so the birthplace of this group was literally laying on my couch on a Saturday morning, setting up a Facebook group called, originally it was called International School Teachers, LGBTQ Singles, Couples, Friends, and Families. That's what I decided to call it. And as the group was growing, there was a discussion about adapting the name of the group, which was done in a very democratic manner, which was quite nice. You know, we did kind of do these little votes and all this. Yeah, I was learning how to use mm -hmm. Facebook. I didn't even know how to use Facebook groups and all this. And the majority of the members voted that what the current name of the group, what the current name of the group of the, uh, is today, International School Educators, LGBT plus and allies, because obviously teachers was limiting it to teachers. We wanted it to open up it to educators and they felt that the acronym LGBT, LGBT plus at the time would be the most inclusive for the whole spectrum. Okay, so this was, a democratic vote in the in the in the group. So, as the group was starting to take shape, um, I posted it in several other teachers groups, just letting others know that the group exists. You know, in case you're out there lost like me, like I was, we're here, we're here, we're here mm -hmm. to support. So for months, at the beginning, there was really a peak of growth. Like I could, as an admin, I could see the 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 performance of the group and literally it was like the bar graph was just going up and up and up almost in a 90 degree angle i'm like wow i've really tapped into here into something here wow so there was just like boom 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 people were referring to this group and all this and i was just like wow you know so it was it was almost in some in for for a few months it was like overwhelming in, in some ways but i think but it was also I was it was I was also very happy because I thought already something must have existed, but it didn't, you know. Um, so let's say um, as a group, you know, for months there was a tremendous membership growth, and I can only see the right now. I just checked, and it's crazy because I can only see the growth in the last sixty days on Facebook group. I can't go back any further. But what I can tell you is that in the last sixty days. I've approved 51 new members. Mm, you know what I mean? It's which is great, which has led us to the round number just yesterday of 800. <laughs> you know, so which is awesome. You know, so can we get it to 1,000 next year? Well, who knows? I don't know, but I mean, is 800 a large number? Well, certainly 800 more than we had two years ago for sure. You know what I mean? So is it a small, large? I don't know, but it's 800 more. And I'm so happy. And I'm not only speaking myself, I'm speaking on behalf of 
I guess all the people who are there, because I mean, they're there willingly, not it's, it's voluntarily. I mean, the people obviously, you know, some people tap in and some people tap out, whatever. I mean, they have the reasons no one's obliged to stay in. So, you know, what I was saying and is that I was, you know, reading discussions in other international teacher groups, which are great, but there were questions raised about, you know, LGBT awareness, teacher safety and protection from other schools. And most answers in goodwill, okay, I'm saying, came from people who simply saying, yeah, they know gay people at their school and they seem happy. It's like, yes, great, but that's not what we're looking for. That those, those are not the answers we need. But do the, are these answers, do we, do we want to share these answers publicly? No. So I do think it was evident that uh, the LGBT international school community did need a safe space that didn't exist, okay? So that, in summary, is how the origin of the, the group started. <laughs> I love I, I love that it, it started literally from your phone, you know, like and that's yeah. and that's it, that's this incredible. Phone right here. The, the, uh, this phone it's the same, it's the same phone I have. <laughs> that's that's amazing. And you know, it has been such a great place, as you said, for you know, uh, for questions for folks who are thinking about exploring different schools for resources. Uh, you know, and in my mind for also just realizing, you know, I've worked at a number of schools where it's felt like it's myself, my wife, and then maybe one other person, um, you know, who identifies as queer, maybe a handful of people who, you know, realize, okay, our school could be doing more for LGBTQ plus advocacy, but often, you know, it is, it is isolating. And, and, you know, as you said, a lot of schools avoid this. You know, one thing that I've been really watching closely during the month of pride is which schools are, are celebrating, which schools are, are seeing pride as an opportunity to dig in and do some unlearning and which are simply just silent. And I think, you know, we are so used to silence in schools. There's a lot of fear. And I think, you know, one thing that your group does is it, it, it does sort of show, Hey, there is momentum. We need to change this. Um, and it's great to see, you know, there's, uh, you know, obviously, yeah, 800 is fantastic. And I think it would be extraordinary for it to hit 1000. And I'm hoping there are some folks who are listening to this episode and thinking, I want to join that group. I have learning to do. I want to be a part of it. So, um, you know, again, as the founder and, and admin, what are some things that you would like folks to know who are thinking, okay, is this group for me? Can I join this group? What can I come to this group Um to do it as sort of a, a learner? Well, as, well, thanks. I mean, as the group has obviously grown so much, um, as the admin, what I've had to obviously do is make sure that the right people are joining the group, that it's not just an open group. And I asked a few simple questions at the beginning, just to ensure that you're, you're a fit in the group, that you're working in an international school, that you have a legitimate interest in joining in sharing and contributing or learning, you know, I mean, and you can tell whether it's legitimate or not, you know, and then there have been requests I've denied and I just thought that, you know, I'm sorry, thanks. Um, but uh, if you're looking to post a resume here, this is not the group to put your resume in. You know, there are other groups for this. And there've been other reasons where I just found that it just wasn't a fit, you know? So what I'm trying to do is bring together a, a, a group of people who have a similar mindset, 
Fortunately, I think the foundation already of this group are people I know already. So I know who's, there are a lot of people in there I know personally, but it's grown and grown and grown. So for someone who's considering joining, what I would like them to know is exactly this. The intentions and purpose of this group is that it is a safe place, okay? It is a safe place where we can all share and inform each other of our best practices, experiences in different schools and countries, what's happening in the region. One of the members has created a website where it's similar to one of those, you know, other websites that you can write reviews. She's, uh, this person has um, created one especially for, for focus for LGBT folks, which I think is awesome. And I'm there. Hopefully we can all support her and help her grow um, um, this group as well. Um, so in terms of that, it's also what I like to do with this group once somebody is considered jo joining is that I, I'm personally, I, I would consider myself a news junkie. Mm -hmm. So I like to um, share what is happening in different regions in the world as well. So any sort of news I see that is LGBT related, maybe it isn't connected necessarily to education, but you know, let's just say recently, well, Hungary is not really maybe the best place for LGBT teachers to be working at, even though there are wonderful schools there, you know, for example. But the purpose, this is going off topic, but the purpose really what I'm trying to say is that, um, I would like this group really to be a place, a safe place where people are making professional connections, you know, networking, talking with school leaders, teachers. Um, hey, there's, we're doing pride here. We're doing pride there. Sao Paulo, Hong Kong, um, the, a school in Madrid, uh, you know, New York, we're doing this. Okay, it's great. It's okay, four schools. Four schools are celebrating Pride. That's great. That's great. I mean, people are doing things and we can share it here. Would we be able to share this in other groups? I'm sure it would be okay. I just don't think it would be valued as much as in our safe space, you know? Um, and someone, you know, someone actually recently inquired if, if flirting's allowed. So I started laughing and I said, <laughs> honestly, well, whatever, go for it. You know, I mean, I'd love this. I'd love to be Cupid and hear that people found their red soulmate through this group as well, you know, because I think we have so much in common, but so much distance in between us as international teachers. And at that same time, even though we're far away, I think international teachers complement and enrich each other and then enrich each other in many ways you know people have even met up in places thanks to this group you know like even before pandemic times some teachers have told me that they've organized field trips together be between different schools I know once two schools in Europe have collaborated in their pride celebration one of them in, in a more progressive country, one in a least progressive country. And they've kind of collaborated that together. They've kind of shared, which, was, has, been, which, I, which has been awesome. I've seen that. Um, let's say, and also, um, 
some people actually on their way through Madrid have hit me up and, you know, it's like, hey, sure. You know, I'd love to meet up and see. Uh, and, and, you know, we've had great time talking about our experiences, showing them around, you know, and all this. So it's been awesome to meet people who've actually just come through Madrid. Before the pandemic, I organized as well the first um, get together LGBT pride here in Madrid. And I think we were about 13 of us who were either planning on being in Madrid or made plans to be in Madrid. But hey, it was 13 more than the year before, which was awesome. You know, yeah. I mean, the, and it was great. We got to put ourselves. I didn't know there were other Spanish teachers working in Thailand or in Mexico or in the States and they came back. It was awesome just to just to get us all together. Um, and, and yeah, whatever, just a relaxed uh, environment. You know what I mean? And just and, and just being there and 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 being there and just getting to know it just being in contact um so so yeah so that's pretty much what i'd like people to know that it's it is a safe space and you can use it to you know obviously chat up connect with people i think people are very friendly in the group people are very open in the group um i think uh a lot of people, what I've been surprised with mostly is the talent there is in the group. There is tremendous talent. I mean, from theater productions to uh, history geeks, and I mean that in the most positive way, um, to, because we, as, as teachers, we're all naturally geeks in one way or another, but, you know, uh, to uh, elementary teachers, to librarians, but I think probably one of the most unique um, sort of profile of people I've seen in this group are counselors. Mm -hmm. Counselors are also actually seeking advice because they're looking to see how they can support, you know, trans, especially transgender students, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they're actually they're not sure what to do, you know? And then we've they, people have shared different projects or different um, their guidebooks or experiences and all this. So it's very interactive. Um, there've also been um, several people who have said, um, I'm not, um, it, it's, an, they're allies, but it's like their parent, one of their parents um, has identified as gay and he's a teacher and, and and the the son is a teacher, so it's it's like it makes it it makes a really interesting um, mix of people that are comfortable uh, with talking with each other without knowing each other, but yet knowing each other because we're international teachers. It's 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 a it's a really it's a it's a real it's a it's it's kind of it's kind of like it's unique teacher lounge. Like I wish we could all be just hanging out together in a teacher lounge, and and, and that would be like my dream one day. So let's say 2030 reunion, this group. <laughs> so that way everyone has plans to make time and hopefully another pandemic, we don't have another pandemic then. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I think that would be, you know, fantastic because it is such an affirming space, you know, and, and for many folks in education who might be a part of multiple Facebook groups, I know I am, um, you know, you're, you're right, JC, you know, again, there will be different events that are happening throughout the year. Um, you know, again, we're, we're in the middle of pride. And so, you know, I, I've seen, you know, just, you know, some ugly exchanges in other Facebook groups where, 
you know, it, it might be the sharing or promotion of, of different children's lit books that are about celebrations of pride. And then you'll have people saying, you know, this isn't age appropriate. And, um, you know, so in your group, it is, it's a space where, you know, that that's not going to happen. And I, I think, you know, some folks really underestimate for queer educators, how accustomed we are to those reactions of, you know, being told a that's inappropriate, or it's not age appropriate, or it's too political. Um, and, I, you know, I, I know that many of us are just so tired of having to do that defensive stance. And so when we come to your space, it's not dealing with that nonsense. Um, uh, and, you know, that's, that's really, really important. And I'm wondering, you know, for, for us, of course, we've gained so much and it's wonderful to hear about the networking and the meetups that have resulted from the group. But I'm wondering for you personally leading the group, um, you know, what, what, what you have sort of taken away from that experience or what learning it's, it's brought to you. You know what, that's probably, first of all, I want to address uh, what, what you just said about the, you know, the sharing the resources in, in the general, in the general groups. And yes, and having to deal with this, you know, uh, fence of like, no, 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 no. And it's like, oh my goodness, you know, like again, 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 again. And we just, we're fed up. We're fed up absolutely fed up with this listening to getting this feedback or this or this fear of or this non-appropriateness of no it's and, and it's like and that's why that's what that's what builds up the frustration inside of us you know and that's what builds up the anger inside of us because we're not allowed to actually be truthful to ourselves and truthful to the world you know what I mean so this is why this space is meaningful for international LGBT queer educators. Um, and like you said, it's an affirming space. So, I mean, in order to answer your question, what have I gained by, by I, well, you use the word leading it and you share a little bit. Um, it's so funny because a lot of people have referred to me several times as already like a leader or an advocate and that was not the intention at all you know so it's like when I hear the word leader or advocate or it's like you're famous people know you and it's like whoo wait a second no 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 this is not <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not where I want this to go all I want to do is help all I want to do is help people you know all I want to do is help people and all this but what I'm really glad um what I'm really glad about, what I've really learned, um, and I think I've answered this, is just the amount of talent that there is, the amount of need there is to, um, to share information, the amount of work um, teachers need to do to really be truthful to themselves. And when you're not truthful to yourself, you're just gonna blur away from your focus. You know what I mean? And there, there will be always people in your life that will get in your way and blur your focus and stand forward and just be true to yourself and go ahead. Don't go and don't stop doing anything because you fear something. And that's what I'm trying to transmit is like, you know, you may get a no, you'll get many no's, but if you feel truthful about doing something, about teaching something, to your group of kids, do it. 
even if you got the no, because the person that gave you the no probably doesn't know as much as you do, you know? So what I'm gonna say is that, um, and this is the place to share, this, this group is a, a place to share. Now, what else have I learned in terms of facts? Um, as a news junkie, yes, there are many uh, places that are, uh, let's say, green countries we can live in, you know, green places where, you know, everything's except everything, uh, we can get married, we can adopt and all this. But, you know, geographically speaking, interest, international teachers, that limits us a lot. I mean, to where we can go. And if we decide to go to these places, what we can do, okay? So what I've learned is that obviously, um, uh, you know, you can take a job in the Middle East. Most people start off in the Middle East, which is fine, places like Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Doha, Dahri, or even the more daring ones want to go to Saudi Arabia because of all the lucrative, um, uh, the lucrative um, package it is. But I mean, do you really want to live in a country or spend your time where the government doesn't want you? You know what I mean? Or finds your acts to be criminal. And yes, you can go to places like, you know, more progressive, but like Dubai and all this, and there's a whole undercurrent and this. But do you want to be part of this undercurrent? Because these people really are not being truthful to themselves, you know, because the government imposes this, you know. So in, in the end, it's interesting, it's fun, but it does lead to a frustration, you know, which obviously means, you know, you don't see that as a home for a very long time. Um, there's a big divide in Europe, obviously, and even within the European Union, you know, where European Union laws, you know, advocate strongly for LGBT rights. But as you can see now, countries like Poland, Hungary, and those in the, that parallel and further east are quite the opposite of that spectrum and are not only, um, um, let's say, not only being the, not only, they're fighting against it with violence, with crime, with uh, police brutality, with kidnapping. And this is all happening in the same, in, in the same country, uh, sorry, in the same continent. Also, what I've noticed is that, you know, there's been a trend um, in former, let's say, uh, colonial countries, countries that used to be colonies, that, had that have constitutions from those colonial eras, from those colonial times. And a lot of those laws prohibited, well, what they called then homosexuality, okay? I mean, it's just homosexuality. And a lot of these countries such as India, Botswana, um, Mozambique, I believe, who were former Portuguese, British um, colonies, are revising their constitutions because they just said, well, this is not who we are. However, so these, but these are, Angola, for example, is one of these countries as well. But what I'm, what I'm seeing is that these are primarily, and obviously South Africa, I mean, I, sorry. But what I'm trying to say is that, um, let's say, may perhaps Catholic uh, countries, 
in Africa and perhaps in the Indian, some, some of the countries in the Indian subcontinent are able to do this because I guess that even if it's a religious culture, it's kind of more open there. I'm very impressed though, with the advocacy there is in India. It's huge. I, I couldn't imagine, um, there are, there's a lot of advocacy in India um, in many schools, in many places, I've seen this, and it's something that I've learned as well. That I didn't, I, I, I didn't imagine that a place like India uh, would be um, would be strongly advocating for LGBT rights. Which you know, hey, big hooray for India. Honestly, I believe maybe Bangladesh um, is going is is somehow that way. Uh, I've received a lot of news from Pakistan, but it is still quite dangerous there to to manifest any sort of um, 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 let's say interest in the in the community but many places in Africa it's still it's 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 quite dangerous and a lot of the recruitment agencies that send international teachers out there don't realize that it is it, it's criminal to to go there um, you know and and I think that the what, what, what agencies can do or schools can do or heads of schools can do can at least put some kind of information out there, uh, you know, saying this, you know, I mean, mentioning this, you know, I mean, if you, uh, or, or, or simply not suggesting coming to this place because, you know, we fear it might not be a safe place for you, even though the people are really nice, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but, uh, what else have I gained? I mean, so much it's, it's just been, but it's just been every day I've learned something yesterday. Somebody in the group told me, uh, who is from a country in Eastern Europe, uh, uh, taught me a little bit about, uh, the, the origin of the alphabet of their country. Um, and, uh, which has been awesome. And I've been just kind of you know, languages are cool. And we just, you know, it's just, it's like, how do you say this and that? I actually Zoom and talk with some of the members of this group. Um, I'm not gonna say like often, but frequently, you know, the, hey, there's that, you know, and, and most, and the profile of these, let's say teachers is that I think they are very good at what they do. They're very brave they're very persistent and they are very, um, let's say daring and risk takers because they've gone to places where they know it's probably not safe. And I feel like sometimes I'm gladly a sounding board to them and the, and the therapist, which is okay. You know, I've taken some courses in counseling, so I don't mind, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it's, um, I love hearing their, I mean, I love hearing their stories, even though when sometimes it's not the easiest, they're, they're, they, sometimes they feel frustrated, but it helps me just build a bigger understanding of what it really is like on a firsthand experience. And um, it's given me sort of like the inside scoop of what's really going on. Um, so that way it just kind of, it, what I really learned is everything, every day I learn something different. Um, uh, and I say, I, I have to say that I've made a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, 
friends as well. I mean, I'm not going to say friends that I know here uh, in Spain locally, but I mean, you know, Facebook at, at least on Instagram, we chat with this, with that. And, and um, it's been nice. It's like, wow, meeting new people this way, you know, I mean, um, because, um, and I think it's also good. So I don't know. I'm, the vision of my, of the group really is for me is, is, um, is where it's at, but it's also starting to change because it's a little bigger than I thought it would get to. So I'm starting to, the, my vision's starting to change and I'm starting, I'm hoping that possibly this year um, it can grow into something, let's say a little more interactive or people can start using the group as example and finding examples of what people have done so that they can also take action in their schools and be brave and be truthful to who they are. Yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting that, you know, you mentioned you sort of, you have no understanding of what it might mean to be a queer educator at a certain school in a certain country, unless you know somebody who has had that experience or you've been there yourself, because, you know, as you were talking, I'm, I'm thinking some of my experiences that have been in countries that, are not known for being friendly to queer people, but yet the school culture has been one where I have felt safer than in other countries that, you know, we sort of think of as accepting or open or open, but actually in the school in that country, uh, there's been a tremendous amount of homophobia, transphobia, biphobia. So, uh, you know, again, it really does help to have a space where you can go and you can ask, um, you know, because as you touched on earlier, you know, I've, I've been at recruitment fairs and, you know, my wife and I have sort of asked the head of school or director who we're interviewing with, you know, what's it like? And then realizing later, you know, this cisgender heterosexual man has no idea what it would be like. Uh, you know, so often we're told like, oh, of course it's, it's a non-issue. Um, and, and to have sort of a group where you can go and, uh, mm. you know, and, and have people answer some more specific questions and, you know, they have that experience is really powerful because, you know, there are schools in countries where LGBTQ plus rights are challenged but the school really gets behind supporting their LGBTQ plus youth and teachers. And, um, you know, I, I think that's sometimes it can be really, really surprising the schools that um, they've made tremendous amount of progress. And then other schools where you would think it should be easy to do it here, but uh, you know, it, it's not, the work is not being done. So uh, JC, I'm, you know, I'm curious to hear again, many, uh, many of our listeners will be, uh, hearing this and either uh, school is out for them or they are just weeks away from school being out. So I'm wondering if there's any resources in the past year uh, that you've really enjoyed that, again, just help continue to keep you informed, um, you know, to push your thinking about LGBTQ plus inclusion. So are there any resources you would recommend for, you know, summer viewing or listening or reading or, or things that are sort of on your to be read or to be watched list? Well, yeah, you know what? I, yeah, I'll certainly answer that question. I have a list of uh, resources here, but um, I think uh, I just wanted to go back quickly to what something you said about schools that, you know, have open, uh, that have a very friendly, open community, but the school, the country itself is quite hostile to that community. So it's like, you have to think about yourself, like, your, the school's not your life. 
It's mm. your job. Okay. And it's great that during eight hours of the day or 10 hours of the day, it's sometimes maybe 12, um, uh, it can be a great experience, but you know, you still have to walk outside the gate, you know, and realize that that is your life. You know what I mean? So that's up to the teacher to make the choice. Like if the school is LGBT friendly in a non-LGBT friendly school, like for, well, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to name schools or anything, but there are examples of these types of schools, which are great. And I thank them and I commend them for making such an effort on this. However, they are not the country and the country is the one that you want to live in and explore and experience. And if their policies deter or are against who you are, how much are you really going to enjoy? And I'm just going to leave it at that question. Okay, now to answer your next question is that um, you talk, you asked me about resources that I'm currently enjoying in the coming weeks and all this. Oh my goodness, as a teacher, do you think I have time to read? Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, I, I, I do. I mean, I actually, um, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm on holiday right now. Um, and like I said, I'm a news junkie, honestly, I, and I like to read sources like openly, um, I like to stay informed of, um, in terms of LGBT rights, there's an association called ILGA, which is the International Lesbian Gay Association. And they're fragmented in different continents in Europe, Asia, Africa, and Latin America. So now that I have time, I actually have, um, you know, quite um, some, some workshops set up with them. And I'm so excited to join them over the next weeks, which is great. Um, I also um, tend, to, I tend to follow a lot of other associations in Europe, such as, um, I think it's ERA or EGRA, and they are the ones specific for the Balkan regions, meaning Croatia, Serbia, North Macedonia, Kosovo, and all this. Surprisingly, they're making a lot of progress. Um, so that's a, that's a place to keep an, to, to keep an eye on. Um, and also, like the, how the UK and the Scotland have already mandated an LGBT curriculum. But also what I've seen is that, I mean, these resources, these are resources I use personally because I just think I just like to read news and see what's going on and all this. And, you know, um, the book I'm reading right now is Call Me By Your Name. I've seen that movie, I've seen that movie. Um, I'm reading a book uh, by a Russian author um, about uh, uh, the love between two men in Russia. Um, and that's sort of like, I guess, my pastime right now. Um, I read a book uh, last summer, which was quite sad. And it was called The Velvet Rage, which was particularly directed towards men, uh, gay men and how gay men go through three different stages of life. And, it's, and if there's a book that I felt that I could not let go, and I felt like it was a biography of my closeted teen years, and then my roaring 20s and 30s, and now what am I gonna do in my 40s? That is the book. <laughs> I was like, has, I, I just, after I read that book, I'm like, has there been a film crew following me around this whole time? You know, but I mean, I have to say it is directed towards 
gay men. But it's it's great because I think at the end of this book, there's kind of like this, um, they talk about how to make your life an authentic life, you know, because I think as gay men, um, we tend to do, uh, I think I think we tend to make very extreme decisions in our social life and all this. And now when you get to 40, what have you done? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it kind of helps you make this authentic journey for the rest of the life. And I'm hoping that this group is a small part of that big authentic journey I plan to lead for the rest of my life. Um, uh, what else? And um, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much what um, what I felt like I, I I'd like to share in terms of resources. Now, uh, there if if you scroll through the, I think one thing I need to improve with the group obviously is. Uh, organizing the uh, resources, okay? And obviously uh, this takes a lot of time. Uh, I've had a job as well, you know? So it's like, uh, <laughs> I've had things, I, I, and you know, it's, it's like, they're, they're, I have a big wish list for this group, you know? Um, so there have been not, and a lot of people have been sharing their online libraries or online classroom and, and workshops and how to make your, your online classroom library, LGBT friendly and all this. And there's so many great resources in the, in the, in the group um, and books. And I know there's, there, there are a couple users who like to share a lot of books as well. Uh, all I can suggest is if you wanna find them, I think you just may need to scroll a little more than they would like to, but they're there. Um, and I promise that, um, I promise to hopefully find a way to have this a little bit more organized. I just, you know, obviously have lacked a little bit of time in doing this because I, I have a life, I have a life to lead to like all of us, you know? So, yeah. Uh, you know, JC, I would actually say as a member of the group, um, you know, I, I find sort of joy in it not being overly curated because there's, there's always a nice surprise there. Right. And, um, you know, again, for, okay. for folks who are members, uh, I'm sure they really enjoy scrolling through and for listeners who are maybe thinking about joining, you know, again, um, kind of scrolling through. And as you said, coming across just the diversity of resources that are shared, you know, everything from ideas that people are trying in their classroom to a book, to a podcast. So, um, it, it, you know, in my mind, I, I kind of, I really like just how, how surprising sometimes that, that stream can be. Uh, and, and again, you know, I am, I am so thankful that you created that space. It's really exciting that, you know, as of today, June 17th, it's at 800 members, um, you know, 803, I, I, 803, <laughs> 803. I'm taking God. <laughs> yes. I wanted to make sure that by the time we talked, we were at 800. So I was like pushing a few people. I'm like, come on, can we invite two people? <laughs> well, and maybe I JC, thank, uh, I want to thank them. Uh, well, hopefully the next time we talk, um, it will have hit that 1000 because, you know, as you said, there's, there's real, uh, there's real support in having that momentum and seeing more people share what, what's happening. Um, and, and I just, I hope, you know, as you were describing that trend of, of members coming 
to learn and share, you know, I, I just, I, I sort of hope that that just continues to grow exponentially. So congratulations on the community you've created so far. Um, and, and I'm just, you know, again, I'm, I'm excited to watch it continue to develop and grow. So thank you for that one day on your purple couch, using your phone for, for creating it. And thank you for sharing that origin story with us. That's, that's really great to know. My goodness. And, and thank you so much, Trisha, for the invitation to speak with you. Honestly, this has been, um, this has been something that I was not expecting at all. And when you approached me to speak to you, I was like, for sure, you know, absolutely. That if someone is, you know, someone's interested in, 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 in learning more about the origins of this group, which is, to be honest, it's made, it's, it's been very um, heartwarming and reward. And, and it's, this is kind of like a little reward, you know, for, for this. And, um, and I, I'm really pleased to meet you also, um, I mean, through voice as well and talk to people. And I hope to talk to more teachers um, in this group. Please teachers who are listening, you want to send me a message um, on Messenger and just say hello and all this, please. I like it's no bother at all. Like I just loved hearing from from people and connecting and 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 hearing their stories. Um, and I don't know. I actually I, I don't know what this is going to lead to, but I'm very curious and excited too. So the next over this next year, I've decided actually that I'm not going to be teaching. And I'm going to be doing a little um, uh, exploring um, into what could be possibly something related to diversity, maybe at a school or I don't know, some kind of advocacy or something. But anyway, but first and most important, I'm going to enjoy my summer break. Yes, uh, <laughs> you definitely have deserved it. So I hope I hope you have a fantastic summer break, JC. And thanks again for giving us some time today. Thank you so much, Trisha. For folks who would like to uh, explore JC's amazing Facebook group, you can find a link to it in the show notes, as well as his profile name on Facebook if you would like to reach out to learn more from him.